We're on the mic, Ben's on the mic, and we're here to help him find his lost wife. Let's get this rolling. This is FYC Film Review, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode, I don't know, 23, 4, something like that. We're going to stop keeping count. Um, I think I said that a while ago, but for real, I'm going to stop keeping count. I'm your host, Gagne, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, the Nall Dog. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Hey, man. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? I feel like yeah. it's been a while since we've had you on FYC. <laughs> I know. I know. You did that uh, quick hits on your own, and um, I, I loved it, man. I mean, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. So I'm going to have to get okay. one out on my own. It's it's not easy to just talk to a blank camera, you know, or blank <laughs> camera, but, you know, an empty camera by yourself. Yeah. I like this format a lot better. I hear you. Let's get into it, man. What do we got today? We are doing a request. This is like our first request from a fan out there for FYC. We're doing Gone Girl, and uh, I had never seen this movie, so I didn't know what was I was in for. And boy, it is it is a very gritty, dark movie. Had you seen it before? I have, um, and I do remember liking it. Like David Fincher, director extraordinaire, one of my favorites. You know, The Game, Fight Club. Uh, social network uh just to name a couple seven he did seven seven right? yes thank you how could i forget that um yeah he's one of my favorites but i i remember not loving the ending and we'll get to that a little bit later but i i have seen this saw in theaters my wife's a huge fan of the book i've actually listened to the audiobook um so yeah i'm, I'm okay. excited to get into this one so speaking of the book so i read an article that the author actually took a page out of the lacey peterson um scott peterson murder case and i think she drew a lot from it i've heard mixed things about that so i I looked that up when you told me that jillian flynn is the author she does a lot of books like this uh and i i've read conflicting things where like yeah there are it does share a lot of similarities to that case um i guess you know just the idea behind a a husband whose you know wife goes missing while she's pregnant so yeah i mean that that obviously just right there nail on the head but um I could see that, you know, Scott Peterson did give off the the vibes. I think that Ben's given in this movie. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was very creepy, very weird. One of the first things I noticed when the credits were were in the beginning, I saw the music and I saw Trent Reznor on there. Did you see that? Trent oh, yeah. from and Nine Inch Nails. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, I mean, I don't know that he's hung up the the Nine Inch Nail gig, but he's been doing a lot of films. And I think it started with Fincher with The Social Network. Okay. Um, and, I, and his partner, Atticus they do really good scores. I, I love their stuff. It's eerie. It fits along yes. with what you're seeing on screen to make you feel an extra level of, of discomfort while you're watching the movie. So yeah. I, I dug it. Yeah, that there was a really eerie tone to it. Almost like there was kind of like, the only way I could describe some of the scenes, the, the background music was eerie, dark, and almost very submarine-like, like you were underwater and you mm. would hear the submarine mm-hmm. tone just boop. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. it was weird. This whole movie was weird in itself. <laughs> so let, let's just get into it. First thing I noticed, well, actually, one of the first things I noticed, um, uh, this is a fun fact, Minkus from Boy Meets World is in this movie. He was one of the detectives, what? one of the cops that showed up. He was only in like two or three scenes. He said something to the main detective, but yeah. Minkus was in it. Amazing. I just watched it today and I didn't catch that. So yeah. that's that is a great fun fact. Yeah. First thing I noticed is is the the credit scene and just the it all it already puts me in a state of discomfort where it's just quick shot after quick shot. So every time a, a character or an actor's name pops or a producer's name and changes, like it's a different scene of of where they're at and where they're shooting this this film. And um it just it already gives you this like what is going on kind of yeah. feel before you even really get into it. Um yeah. 
performance-wise, God, Ben and Rosamund are just awesome in this movie. I mean, they just the, the movie is a very like in the very beginning, it's very like sharp wit, energetic. Yeah. Um, and and you're you're just engaged in like, well, what happened? What really happened? You know, and I love how it starts to unfold down, yeah. you know, in the middle of the movie. There's a mysterious quality to Amy, a, Ro- Rosamund Pike's character, mm-hmm. Amy, right? Yep. Um, even when they start, when they first get to know each other, she's not very outgoing. You know, she's very reserved and almost like she almost waits for the other person to talk before she talks. And she's very reserved. So she's not like this super nice gal at first. She's not. She's just, she's very mysterious. And you kind of, you figure out who she is. Ben was more about the relationship than she was, which mm. okay, you know, is true. Which, yeah, it, it fits to, I think, her character as you start to unfold who she really yeah. is and, you know, what's really going on. But there's a lot of, like, uncertainty with flashbacks and her telling her side of the story and him telling what he's telling to the cops. It's you're 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 kind of with the, you know, with the movie. You don't know what's really, really happening. Right. Quite yet. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about about the movie a lot. Um, it's not a whole lot I liked about it, but it's one of the things mm. I really liked was that. It keeps you guessing. You never know what's going to happen. Just when you think you know something, the director gives you something else and you really don't know what's going to happen till the very end. So even though this movie is what, two and a half hours, it it didn't feel like it because you're always waiting to figure out, well, what's next? What's going to happen? Oh man, what's going to happen here? It's like a different thing every turn. So I like the surprises in this movie. That's what I really enjoyed about the movie. You never knew what to expect. And the director always gave you something different to chew on. I like that. Yeah, I can agree. Um, I, I had to look up the runtime and I, I put a, you know, left it as a question because I didn't really feel like it drags, but um, the end feels rushed. And so yeah. <laughs> Again, I think that yeah. that's where all of a sudden everything just starts to unfold and, and they don't really give you, I don't know, I guess the ending that I wanted or, or I, I didn't get what I was hoping to get like answers, you know, you're looking for answers at the end of the movie. And I felt like there were too many questions. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one of my big gripes too, was, was, was the ending. It was really, really awful with a lot of just unanswered questions, but we can, we can get that in a little bit. Um, I, I don't know if you notice this and maybe it was just me or my TV or what, but the, the lighting in this movie is really dark. Oh yeah. And no, it it's... really, it, I, I just, I kept thinking, is it my TV? Do I need to turn up the brightness? But it was so dark <laughs> to a point where it just, it just, I couldn't see a certain parts of the movie. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. I mean, I understand it's a gritty dark movie, but some points were just so dark that the, it was so, I think it's called key low lighting key or something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't like that aspect of the movie. It was too dark for me. Literally. Literally. Yeah. yeah literally. I, I can agree with that. Um, what I will say is I feel like that's Fincher for that's just how he shoots sure. his movies. Um, I just recently watched the game and felt the same way. I was like watching it on my TV and like, wow, like <laughs> I can't, is that what's happening? Can't really yeah. tell, you know, yeah. I, it's almost as if he's like, look, go see this in theaters. Don't see it at all because it doesn't look as good on TV than if you were projecting on a, right. a, a big screen. So yeah, he shoots his films very dark. I mean, even something like social network, like there's the scenes are they're like low lighting just to what you said. I think that's just his style. Yeah. Same here. Um, being that this was my first time watching it uh, again, I had no idea what to expect. Uh, something that kind of threw me off were um, her parents there's mm. something weird about her folks. Like her dad seemed kind of caring, but the mom was just kind of off. And then you start realizing that I, f- I think I, like I kind of put the blame on her parents a little bit and the way that she turned out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
ultimately she was what a, a not a child star but i mean they wrote a book about her right like she was a kid. amazing amy right amazing amy, so yeah. she's she's lived the life in the spotlight and you know from actual you know child actors and, and people who are famous at a young age like right. kind of messes with them and i think that sure. that was kind of what i got you but you're right their parents the parents were very robotic and yeah. and cold you know they as much as ben was you know that people felt he had something to do with it because you know he was the way he was acting you could have said the same about them right yeah i, I so one of the things i took um, I'll, i'm gonna get a little deep here now is at the party when they're talking about the mom and dad they had some kind of anniversary party i don't know what it was mm-hmm. but uh she's showing ben all like these these characters of her and she kept saying and he said hey your parents plagiarized your life and she goes no they just made my life better so basically they took her life mm-hmm. and all the things that she didn't get or have in life they gave it to her in these cartoons mm-hmm. so i don't know if that would do something for a kid you know like oh my parents never gave me this but because they made money off me as this cartoon they gave it all to this cartoon person mm-hmm. so i don't know it was just kind of weird i mean i guess that's what the director is going for but um it's pretty dark and and i think that's kind of her her downfall where her parents don't i don't think her parents really appreciate her i think her parents appreciated the fact that based on her character on Mm -hmm. not you know on her character that's what made them money not because of the love for her but because of what she brought to the table all right so i gotta ask you the reveal like when you really find out what what's happened to amy because in the beginning you don't really quite know what's happened what did you think of that like were you was it a big aha moment were you kind of on to what was really happening so the reveal happens in the second half Right. Because right. the first yeah. half, it's all about trying to figure out what's going on. Is is Nick Ben Affleck's character lying? Mm-hmm. Is he telling the truth? What's going on? We don't know where Amy's at. Second half, they reveal to you the plan all along. Right. And I think you kind of you have this in the back of your mind that maybe Ben is telling the truth or maybe not. But, you know, something's definitely not right. right. Um, so I kind of had it figured out that maybe the 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 wife had there was something behind uh, that the wife was doing uh, not necessarily that ben was right or that she was right but something something didn't sit right um so i that's what i took from it okay i agree yeah i, I actually love the reveal uh it's all of a sudden after that it becomes a, a different kind of movie of like well well what why like how and right. you know and you get all of that and i love that um this time around i actually enjoyed it a lot more than i think previous times i've watched it less expectation more just kind of trying to peek into what you know what the director was doing with it and um from what i recall like it's very close to the book i don't think he changed much i don't think a lot of it was necessarily his decision but really sticking to okay you know, what the how the book was written okay well that's good i mean hopefully the book answered questions because i don't think we got a lot of questions answered at the end or maybe it didn't i i don't know that that's one of the big faults of the, of the movie was the end um just going back to amy's character She's evil. Yes. Okay. Amy is evil. I'm not excusing what Ben did because what Ben did in his own, you know, with right. this affair and all that, mm-hmm. completely wrong, right? But Amy takes it a step further. She's been evil all along. Remember, she had the conversation with that one. Ben had that conversation with that one guy at the bar where Amy pretended that he raped her, mm-hmm. or she, and he had to. He never did any of that stuff, and he was pretty much had to file as a, as a predator for his whole life. Right. So she's evil. She's, she's a manipulator. I don't think she's ever, I don't know, man. I, I think she's really messed up. Really oh, hundred percent. 
Um, and that's actually a note I have for, for the ending, but yeah, there she's a sociopath, like a hundred percent. So, um, the stuff that, you know, you, as it unfolds, you start to realize that she did to set this up. You're just like, I, I can't imagine going through this. Can you imagine being a husband accused of, you know, murdering your wife right. and all along she plotted to, to escape and set you up. I, I just can't yeah. imagine going through this. Yeah. I, I think, uh, Ben, Ben's character, Nick was a way more calm than I would have been. And probably would have well, freaked out. I mean, <laughs> he has a couple of freak out moments, but yeah. Um, I mean, this movie is about perception, right? She's sure. basically, she's being something for Nick. She's turning herself into something for Nick, the cool, the cool girl, as she called it, right? Mm-hmm. She's the cool girl for him because that's what she wants. That's what he wants. And then when he messes up, when he messes up, she pretty much turns the page on him. Um, I just, I don't think she knows who she is. I don't think she's ever had a personality. I think she's always turning into something for somebody else. And then when they do her wrong, she goes back and does something completely insane to that person. I could be wrong. I just, man, her character's evil. I would not want to run into her. Or- no, you're you're dead on. I mean, it starts with the beginning. You know, her family wrote her story that wasn't really her story. So she's been playing make-believe for yes, you know, that's her entire it. life. That's and, it. She's been playing make-believe. Yeah. And she, life. you know, she admits that as it, you know, as it goes further along that, you know, she wanted to be the cool girl and the cool girl does this and the cool girl does that. And she wanted yeah. to be the cool girl for her husband. Uh, do you know I, who I really liked in the movie was his sister, uh, Margo. Her name was Margo. I liked her. I really liked her character. She was always there for her brother and she was always on to his wife, knowing that she was never, never nice. She cared about her, she said, mm-hmm. but I liked the fact I liked that, um, that sibling Thing that they had going it was really nice to see margo so i liked her a lot yeah yeah she's a good actress i can't recall that i've seen her in anything else but yeah i liked her character a lot i liked the aspect of it you know being the twin and, yeah. and you know really being there and supporting again until the end you know again the end like i just i keep <laughs> yeah. going back to it and i'll continue to keep going back to it because all of a sudden it felt like everybody was out of character at the very end of the movie and that's that's kind of my issue guest surprise mph i love me some neil patrick harris as desi so awesome so weird and and played it perfectly uh another character who i did not expect to see in this movie was tyler perry i like tyler perry in this movie i like tyler perry he was a cool lawyer i liked him a lot so uh that was a nice surprise too also he definitely brought some swag to the movie where you know like for a while it was very dark and dim and like gloom and doom and then he kind of gets along you know he goes out to new york he gets him as a lawyer and you know you're off and running of like okay finally he's got somebody in his corner other than his sister who can't really do anything to to help him along this i got a fun fact for you when he does go to new york and he's trying to hide out he is wearing a mets hat um the fun fact is that the producers tried to or you know whoever on set tried to give him a yankees hat because i mean he's a boston he's a boston (laughs) red sox fan he was like there's no way in hell i'm wearing that hat and so they had to get a mets hat so good for you ben Uh, stick up for it ben i wouldn't wear a dodger hat i don't care how much you're paying in the movie (laughs) i was about to say would you wear a dodger hat in the movie (laughs) Uh, honestly yeah if they gave me a and yeah yeah i'll walk on and wear a dodger hat i don't care i'm in the movie so yeah me too Good fun fact. Okay, I didn't think we're gonna have any fun facts in this movie. I know it's not a very fun movie. I mean, it's no, it's It's just not fun. It's it's not a very fun movie. Yeah, I I mean, I think we could go on and on. The characters in this are are unique, but I mean, honestly, like let's let's get to the end because this is where it gets really dark. And that last thirty minutes is like 
a, a shift for me from, you know, a thriller that's, you know, sharp witted to like twisted and like, what yeah. am I watching? One thing that I noticed in the end was when she sliced Neil Patrick Harris's throat, uh, Desi, poor Desi. Desi, poor Desi. And she comes up with this elaborate story that Desi raped her and kept her in his house for days and never sure. fed her or anything like that. When she shows up and sees Nick and then she's taken to the hospital and she's telling all these cops this whole story, nobody bothers to check any of this. Nobody goes to his house. Nobody, everybody just takes her word for it, mm-hmm. except for the other cop who's kind of questioning it, the main cop. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 she's been through so much. What kind of cops would just say, okay, we'll take her word for it? I mean, Nick's fingerprints were never even on the murder weapon. Right. Yeah. And there, obviously it wasn't a murder weapon. So what was, you know, they, they claimed that that was her being knocked over the head. How do you lose that much blood? How do you, yeah, that scene bothers me tremendously. The, the scene where she's, you know, being questioned by everybody in the hospital room and she's like, no, no, I can go through with this yeah. um, because her story is so just farcical that you're like, come on, like nobody, like, and I don't know if it's meant to like make the feds look stupid. I don't know. Like how come the local cop can still ask questions, but the feds are just like, okay, she's fine. (laughs) And then you get, you know, the one cop who never liked Nick to begin with the local one who was just like, can't you just be happy that your wife's home? You're like, no, yeah, (laughs) no, I can't. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, and then they sent her home with like, blood all over her just all over her i mean she's caked in blood come on now really come on that's like that's like evidence nobody bothered whatever and i i appreciate that she's super clever and she plans everything out but yeah that's where it felt very rushed we're like okay i get it she wants to get back to her husband now her husband's getting on the spotlight and she's jealous and she's like oh i can i can get back to him if i just frame it this way and she you know claims that it saved his life because he would have had to go to trial for it if she didn't, you know, show herself again. But I mean, it just felt like a far leap. She went from being, you know, just a, a woman scorned who wants to get, you know, back at her cheating husband and, and disappear to, you know, I, I don't know. It's a very weird character arc. And at the end, it just felt so rushed that you're like, what? Like he, they stay together. Oh my yeah. God. Why? The whole relationship is based on a lie, right? When she saw Nick on the TV saying that he wanted her back, he was lying, but she right. didn't care. She she didn't she didn't care at all. She just wanted that that Nick back, regardless yeah. if he was lying or not. And it's just it's all pretty much a show for the public. Hey, mm-hmm. our marriage outside looks great, but inside we are dying inside. It is awful. It is yeah. really awful. And then it kind of one thing that I I, I noticed, and just kind of going back to like the Lacey Peterson. Um, murder and and even the chris watts murder when something big like that happens they usually focus on the husband right Mm -hmm. and then the the wife is usually the you know the the, she's in this movie she's made out to be like this caring adoring wife Mm -hmm. and that's how public perception is that happens a lot but in this case they kind of flipped everything around 
where the public perception was on the husband, but deep down the wife was actually the evil conniving one. Yes, the husband cheated and it was awful, but compared to what she did, she's the evil one in this. So it just kind oh, yeah. of fli- it flipped that perception upside down. I-, I just don't think I've ever seen that before in a movie where the, the script is completely flipped, where the public perception, um, it's just based on a lie, you know, that she's gotten away with so much and she's fooled the public into thinking, that her husband might have done it, but now she's back and it's okay, where in fact she was the master plan behind this, all of this, all this evilness that she did. Yeah, and that's where I think it falls apart for me. Like, I just can't imagine him staying, even, even you know, she says she's pregnant and and he, it might be hers and or his, and, you know, they don't know for certain, but he feels stuck. And, you know, he tells his sister and she's distraught, but she's like, of course I'm with you. And you're like, what? Come on. Yeah. Like, no, no right person. And maybe that's the point. You know, that's the whole point of the movie is that they're both, they're perfect for each other. They're both idiots. They're both playing a game that they can't stop playing for some reason. Yeah. And they, I guess deserve each other. I mean, that's almost, I guess that is a fitting ending. It's awful. I mean, I feel bad for the child. I feel bad for the kid that she's going to have with him. Yeah. The ending felt a little rushed and it felt a little um, sloppy in in that they just, they wanted to try to tell a bunch of things really, really quickly. And, you know, I just, to your point, you know, just starting from, you know, the questioning with the cops, like, I just don't feel like if a missing person came back like that, that it would just all unfold that easily. Like there would be a lot more investigation and a lot more, you know, questions asked. Absolutely. All right, man. Let's get to the rating. Uh, we've we've we are gone with our review of this. Um, that doesn't really work, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> cool girls. Yeah. I feel like we got to go with cool girls. That's one of my oh, favorite my lines gosh, uh, the of the cool movie. Girl. The cool girl. The cool girl is this. So, like, how many cool girls are you going to give this for your first oh. time watching Gone Girl? All right. I'll, you want me to go first? Yeah, let's go first. All right, I'll go first. Being that it's my first time, I thought the movie was really dark. I enjoyed the fact how it kept you guessing. I don't know. I guess being older now, these movies just kind of don't hit, don't don't resonate with me a whole lot. It's it's a little too dark for me. It kind of gets you thinking. And um, I, I, I again, I appreciated the the, the story. I'm gonna go with a, a two and a half. Ooh. Two and a half. I thought that the characters were really well, uh-huh. um, but it's just it's a little little too dark for me. It's just my preference. I'm not saying yeah. I, I don't like a dark movie, but to me, it was just a little dark, a little gritty. Some scenes just didn't need to be in there. Um, but I, I think uh, Amy Rosamund Pike played her character just really well. Um, she's just pure evil in this, and she played it really well. Overall, I, I two and a half for me. Two and a half cool girls that I don't ever want to see in my life. Sorry, <laughs> no cool girls. Uh, no cool girls for you. Um, yeah. uh, fair, you know, fair assessment. I, I think the first time I watched this movie, I hated the ending. Like hated. I would like it. I was in. I was in. I was in until I wasn't. And then like it's the last ten to fifteen minutes where you're really like well, F this movie. I don't want, I, I'm not happy with this at all. So <laughs> yeah. I've watched it again and I felt the same way. And this last time I watched it, I was a little more forgiving for the ending. I, I think I tried to maybe figure it out a little bit more, try to think about like what the characters were thinking and, sure. and how they evolved, but it still pisses me off. Yeah, <laughs> like to, It goes from being what, you know, ultimately feels like a really, really good, strong thriller to like, eh. Um, and so yeah. for that, I'm giving it three and a half cool girls. Um, I really like the movie. I do like it. I just don't like the ending for some reason. And I would give it so much higher um, if it just had a sharper ending. And I just don't, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they needed to tell more, but the movie was already too long. You know, it's already two hours, two and a half hours. It's yeah. You got to, you got to wrap it up at some point. And they just really rushed it. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Gone girl. 
that's it guys that's gone girl we have uh exhausted our efforts for mr fincher's uh not most recent but you know a good a good work from him um definitely check yeah. it out it's definitely uh if you've never watched it it's twisted sadistic and and um entertaining at the very least and so, dark yes very dark so <laughs> crank the brightness up a little bit yeah literally it's dark <laughs> all right i've been your host Gagne. with me as always my partner Nald dog and this has been fyc film review we will see you guys next time all right see you guys later thanks <laughs>